Growing with you in Christ. We're 99.5 WDCX FM, WDCX HD1, and AM 970 WDCZ Buffalo. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, live from the WDCX studios, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning to you this Saturday. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiello here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. And Mike, we are um, getting closer to the school year here in Buffalo. Beginning of August we it, are. Yeah, it's, it's coming in what, just a couple of weeks and football season. Yes, yes, Have yes. Have you recovered from Eight Days of Hope Buffalo? No. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was so much fun, but man, oh. I was so tired, but my heart was so full, brother. That's the thing. That's what I, I don't think I, I, I'm changed forever. I, I recovered. It's not physically, yes, okay, sure. but I'm just so amazed at what God did, how he brought people together from all over the country, raised our city up, just leaders from leaders to businesses. It's overwhelming. And the volunteers, they came from southern Ontario. We had a lot oh, of yes. Canadians that came over here. Thank you for coming. Oh, and Canada. volunteers <laughs> from Rhode Island and Massachusetts and Florida and Georgia and the Carolinas and Kentucky and we had uh, 50 volunteers I think 55 from Mississippi that came wow. all the way up here I mean we're based in Mississippi and I know a listener saying wait a minute slow down guys what's hope reigns what's eight days of hope eight days of hope is a faith-based ministry we travel the country to help families rebuild after disasters we have multiple arms one arm goes within one day and, 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 and they yep. tarp roofs and do chainsaw work and gut homes out and pump water out of basements and um, you know, take snow off your roof and 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 do tree work when there's a nice storm and you know all all this stuff. And then there's a rebuilding arm that right. that we've now helped five thousand three hundred families rebuild their homes for free. That's when it started. Yep. And uh, Katrina. Katrina. Yep. Right. Fifty million dollars of work now has wow. been done because of Eight wow. Days Hope volunteers. We have 152 volunteer leaders. Eight of them are in Western New York and Southern Ontario. That's we amazing. actually have a Canadian leader. Yay! Yeah, I love right. it. Um, thankful for Rob and, and his heart for the brokenhearted. Uh, we opened up a Northeast satellite in Buffalo about seven, eight months ago, and God gave us a vision to do something unique in Buffalo, and we did that just a couple weeks ago. That's right. And uh, we'll be uh, hopefully announcing something for next year in July. And, of course, the volunteers that came for three days, they went to Kingdom Bound for a day, and that was a lot of fun as well. That's it. And now it, further on, you got uh, there's a distribution ministry and, and, and then safe also houses. safe houses. That yeah. So um, in just a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing our first safe house for sex trafficked victims. Yes. And God has showed us clearly that we are to partner with a ministry, an existing right. ministry, every 90 days somewhere in America, help them re to build something or to remodel something so they could provide and have a, a, a bigger push toward That's helping it. the sex trafficked victims out there. And that problem is rampant across America. Right. Don't be blind to a church. Go to the webs go anywhere on Google and just just put safe just put safe houses or sex trafficking and yeah. you will be amazed at what's what, going on. Yeah. And I want to encourage you, go to the website and look up the mission statement. I mean, it's going to t tell you about the, the commitment to the local communities, commitment to our, our commitment to donors, and our commitment to volunteers to provide them an opportunity to use their skills and their gifts uh, for the glory of God. Again, as Steve said, uh, faith-based, but it's interdenominational. Uh, every race, color, and creed, you can kind of say, uh, that, that comes out to serve and just serve people. 
and there's something that really happens in our hearts, in the organization, in this country that is so, at times we just they're, they're divided. Yeah. But this is a this is something that brings people together. And you don't have to be a skilled professional to serve with Eight Days of Hope. We have a lot of people that are in their 60s and 70s and 80s, and 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 are, we're not contractors or handy right. men or handy women, and yet. Um, they can, you know, gut a drywall out of a house that flooded. That's right. But the ministry that happens right after disaster is just, it's mind-boggling how God opens that. Well, it's not mind-boggling because he's God. We just love how God opens those doors. Um, it, it, yeah, it's been amazing. But today we have a guest coming up in a couple of minutes, Mike. His name is Ben Baldwin. What okay. we try to do every Saturday is share God's stories. And so Ben, uh, ex-military guy, used to fly the Black Hawks. The Blackhawks. Those are helicopters, I think. Okay. We'll find out. We're gonna know. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. know. We're gonna be educated before the show's over. The only time I ever flew a helicopter maybe would have been like on a Wii or Xbox years ago, but I don't know. Even well, I you don't want to ask me about helicopters. Okay. My one experience that's for another show in ten years down the road. <laughs> he he lives in Houston and he leads a ministry called Four B Disaster Response Network, and it's a network of thirty two churches different denominations that came together and said, instead of us trying to serve after Hurricane Harvey separately, we're going to work together. Uh, we're going to, we're going to use the same resource pool. We're going to, we're going to raise up and train volunteers. Not one church is going to be looking to stand up on the Hill saying, Hey, look at me. It's the church saying, you know what? We're going to set aside our differences, kind of like what God did in yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. We're going to come together, and we're going to be organized together, and uh, we're going to put a website together, because no one church could, could handle 330,000 right. families in need in Houston. Mm, it's not all about me. It's all about us. I love that. We have to have the us to really be successful. So Ben Baldwin is the executive director, and he has been leading teams pretty much within 90 days of Hurricane Harvey. He actually was our go-to partner for Eight Days of Hope 14, 15, and 16. Eight Days of Hope took 4,600 people oh, to Houston. I remember quite well. We did Exciting. a baseball doubleheader. We would back-to-back uh, -back eight days, so we were there for 15 days. One day overlapped. Right. And God allowed us to rebuild 808 homes in 15 days. 808. In how many days? The only way that would have been more perfect if it was 888 days. <laughs> eight, no, 888 homes in eight days. No, 808 homes in 15 days. Okay. $15 million of work. Hundreds of people met Jesus for the first time. Yeah, and, and the, that's exciting. But the thing is, there's still a lot of work to be done. In oh, my area. gosh. Is it not? And it's not in any You know, right now we're talking election. You know, World Cup, the women's was about a month ago, right, three weeks ago. Um, you know, school's ramping up. We're talking right. about back-to-school shopping, colleges starting. No one knows or is talking about the fact that in Houston, yeah. they're in year number two of probably a 10-year journey of rebuilding that city. Okay. How, how do we get, Steve, people educated? It's not only in Houston. It was in Florida after Michael, and we can go to Carolinas. This is – we initially get them up and running or try to – but then there's an ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. Yeah, I, th I think we live in an instant news cycle, and, and, and news sticks around for a day or two. Now, Harvey and Michael stuck around a little bit longer. Okay. But who's even talking about Michael? That happened 10 months ago in Florida, and, and there's 40,000 families in need there. Mm -hmm. But we're, you don't even hear about Michael. I don't know. I know. 
roots. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we're going to be talking to Ben Baldwin here this morning and uh, excited to have Ben on. Dear friend, love the guy, great heart for the Lord. Uh, but you're listening this morning to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Uh, my name is Steve Tiber. I'm along with a co-host, Mike Fiello. Mike, it's great to be back with you again. I just I, I, Every I week. enjoy these these mornings. We just have a good time together, and hopefully some of the stories. I know so the stories are, are touching people's lives. Yeah, We're going to be back with Ben Baldwin, with Steve and Mike here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope on WDCX. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief, to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com because everyone can get in on this. Kingdom Bound 2019, New York's largest Christian music festival is coming to Darien Lake Theme Park July 28th through the 31st for four amazing days. Experience the best in Christian music with For King and Country, Crowder, Bethel Music, Danny Gokey, Passion Music, and dozens more artists and speakers this summer at Kingdom Bound. Camp on grounds or commute each day and experience all the festival has to offer for the entire family. Find out more and register today at kingdombound.org. That's kingdombound.org. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country over the past 14 years and have served families whose homes were damaged by hurricanes, flooding, tornadoes, and other disasters. Over 5,500 families have received assistance with the rebuilding of their homes for free, all in the name of Jesus. Over $50 million of labor has been donated by over 40,000 volunteers. Now God has opened another door for Eight Days of Hope to love and serve those in need. This fall, Eight Days of Hope is launching a new arm of the ministry, we will be helping existing ministries who provide safe homes for sex trafficked victims with an option for us to build or renovate a facility so they can expand their care. Please be in prayer as this new ministry launches. For more information about Eight Days of Hope, our rapid response arm, our rebuilding arm, or now our safe house construction arm, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Again, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiello back on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. And what we try to do weekly is share God's side stories mm -hmm. from the mission field. And this morning, we are so thankful to have one of our own because I, he's a dear friend. Ben Baldwin is calling from the southeastern part of Houston, Texas. Ben, good morning to you. Good morning. Now, I hear you're not feeling well. Is that true? Well, I was a little uh, little under the weather last night. Uh, oh. Didn't sleep well, but I'm bouncing back, and uh, I'll be 100% here pretty soon, I'm sure. Well, you sound great, Ben. It's so good to hear your voice. So, Ben, um, give the listeners maybe a minute bio of 
you, your your wife, your kids, your journey, and and then we'll start talking a little bit more about what's going on today. Yeah, sure. Um, I was uh, raised in in church, um, accepted the Lord uh, pretty early on, and um, then uh, um, ended up flying helicopters in the army for uh, twenty two years, and wow. uh, didn't. Hmm. Didn't always. I, I didn't know that. I, I thought it was like ten, twenty-two years. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it, it was. It was great. It was. Um, it was an experience. But it. I wasn't. I wasn't um, necessarily walking closely with the Lord during that time, and I drifted away uh, for some time. And I met my wife here in, um, in Houston, Texas. We've been married fifteen years. We've. Um, um, uh, we've got two boys, uh, 12 and 14, and um, I, I think uh, I started uh, trying to draw closer to the Lord after the birth of our, our first son, and it's been uh, it's been a, a, a good journey uh, ever since. So, John, did you Ben? Did you actually fly a Black Hawk? I flew Black Hawks and Apaches. So, what's the difference? Well, the Blackhawk's a utility helicopter, so it, it carries uh, troops, cargo, things like that. And the Apache is just an attack helicopter. <laughs> just an, oh, attack, just an helicopter. attack Mike, you, 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 you've, you've, uh, oh, yeah. you've been a helicopter, oh, right? Yeah, I, the last time I was on a helicopter, uh, I was over Niagara Falls, and I was so nervous. I, did, I, I started, Really? Yeah, I was going yeah. like, how long have you been driving this thing? <laughs> He's laughing at me. He says, you'll be fine. <laughs> so, Ben, you have a military background. You've been living in Houston for a while, and this hurricane comes called Harvey. Where were you when Harvey was on its way and when it hit the, uh, the Houston area? Um, well, I was, um, uh, you know, we were we were here in Houston when the storm was approaching, and um, the, um, the the predictions for what what was going to happen and the amount of rain we're, we were going to get were were growing rapidly. So normally, you know, with a hurricane, you've got a, a, a couple a day or two at least to determine if um, if you feel if you need to evacuate, if the rain or the wind's going to be excessive, and um, it, you know, with Harvey, it just uh, the numbers just grew rapidly, and I think a lot of people were um, were had planned not to evacuate, and and then when they decided figured out that uh, you know they probably needed to, it was too late. So, um, it, you know, the rain began, and um, I prayed. I remember praying for the water to to you know for God to you know to keep the water out of our house and. I watched the water come up the yard slowly as, mm -hmm. as it kept raining. And then um, finally I decided, well, it's going to come in. Um, so, you know, we need to move everything we can upstairs. And um, at, at that point, I just had given it over to God. And um, thankfully for us, uh, it, it did stop rising and, and we didn't get flooded. But for so many people here, um, you know, the water did not stop, and, and it rose and rose, and, and uh, for for many, many people took all of their possessions um, away, you know, quickly. So a lot of times after a disaster, churches decide to roll up their sleeves and be on the front lines for yeah. Jesus, and, and that's the right thing to do. Um, something happened a little bit different in the southeastern part of Houston. 
you want to tell the listeners a little bit about 4B, uh, what it's what what the organization stands for, who who is who makes up that organization, your role in the organization, and um, I guess we'll start there. That's I guess that's a bunch right there already. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm the executive director for 4B. Um, it, you know, when the waters receded after Harvey, a lot of the Almost every church was engaged in trying to help um, the people in, in, in the community um, get out their houses, and um, there were everyone was volunteering. Um, and uh, shortly, shortly after Harvey, a, a group of uh, folks from different churches in our area got together and knew that there would be a long-term need to to help people rebuild. That this wasn't going to get fixed quickly, uh, so they formed a board of directors and formed 4B. Um, I was gutting out houses and just praying for a way to help um, people on a, on a larger scale. It was heartbreaking to, to drag people's belongings out of their homes and and um, and then pile them up in their front yard and, and have them thank you. Um, that was that was very humbling, and I prayed and prayed. And um, shortly thereafter, I got a call from uh, one of these, um, men who had uh, had formed 4B, and um, uh, he asked if I if I would uh, you know uh, help run the organization. So um, that was an obvious um, you know opening from God. Um, obvious, uh, it was obvious. He, that's what he wanted me to do. So we um, <clears throat> uh, offered. Uh, we opened up. Um, um, membership to any of the churches in our area we had about i believe 34 initially joined together and um to support the to form a network and support uh the the nonprofit, um we um began uh applying for for grant money um and then um i think the connection with eight days of hope had already been made with one of our through one of our board members um but quickly uh it was quickly determined that we were going to do our our um projects in march with uh with eight days of hope so we started gearing up for that that's awesome so ben let me help us make a connection here um, connection here um yeah let me help me help me make a connection here 22 years of uh flying helicopters in the army and then executive director of U4B, there's a process in between here of how God gets a hold of your life and turns it around. Can you tell us a little bit more of that process? Well, yeah, when I retired from the Army, um, I, I started flying um, air medical helicopters. Uh, actually, I flew oh, wow. offshore for a year, and then I, then I flew air medical helicopters for, oh, probably six years um and you know i'd been uh i i never well the short of it is i had ptsd and and didn't recognize it or um acknowledge it um i you know when i've or, or probably halfway through my army career um i you used uh self-medication alcohol things like that to deal with the symptoms um which uh you know manifested themselves in 
you know, the inability to sleep and, and just some, some basic things that were, um, mm-hmm. you know, I was struggling with. But I was, uh, you know, I was a pilot and I was a soldier and I was going to um, handle handle that. Um, sure. I didn't want to go to a doctor for anything. I didn't I didn't think I had a disorder. I just thought, um, you know, life's tough and um, I needed to to push harder and, and get through. And um, uh, I didn't want to go to a, a physician because I was afraid of being grounded, um, sure. uh, you know, yeah. if I had to take certain medications. But um, that all that actually came to a head uh, before Harvey. And um, I was, you know, abusing alcohol and using sleep medications and things that um, I probably or I definitely shouldn't have been using. Sure. Um, And um, I got to the point where I was diagnosed with PTSD and I needed to, um, you know, uh, be treated for that. I needed to be treated for alcohol abuse and um that was a that was a tough 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 time but it was um it just um brought me back to uh, the point where i knew uh i knew that i needed i had to depend on god completely that i see you know the the self-reliance and things um i, I think he expects us to do a little bit of that, I guess, uh, or I got, no, I don't know. I think he, he wants us to rely fully on him. Um, he wants us to act with the gifts he's given us, but right. he wants us to know that we, we're 100% fully dependent on him. And, um, you know, no matter how hard we push, we, at some point, uh, you know, we, we will run into a, um, uh, uh, we'll, we'll hit a point where sure. we, we have to rely on him, um, or hopefully we realize that because the alternative is you don't, uh, you certainly you don't come out of your it. life around in a, in a great way and put you in a great position with 4B. It's exciting to see what God's done for you. Yeah, Ben, so we're talking to Ben Baldwin. He's the executive director of 4B uh, Disaster Response down in southeast Houston. Ben, you said about 32, 34 churches came together and decided to network together and uh, pull some resources to go love and serve people in need. So someone's listening today, uh, either on our website, a podcast, or uh, Southern Canada or Western New York, and, and, and they're like, wait a minute, why are you guys still talking about Houston? Um, here we are not even two years later. Um, ben, w- what are you seeing for the foreseeable future? Is, this, is the need going to be there for multiple years, or are you guys almost there? Yeah, the, the need the need will be here for uh, for several years to come. Um, so uh, the area that 4B covers is uh, basically South Houston to Galveston, and in that area, um, the yeah, estimates are that there's still more than 10,000 people that that haven't rebuilt their homes. In the metro area of Houston, the city of Houston estimates there's more than 100,000 um, that that still haven't uh, completed repairing their homes. Um, and that 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 happens for various reasons. Um, a lot of people didn't get assistance because you know their income was was a little too high, or their um, they may have uh, flooded badly, but didn't have flood insurance because they weren't in a floodplain. Um, so it it 
Barry, there are also, unfortunately, a lot of people who did get money uh, who hired someone to repair their yeah. home, but they, um, you know, had a dishonest contractor and lost their money. So yeah, and you know still what? many, many people needing help. And you know what's amazing, Mike, and I know we got to come to a break. It's amazing. You know, a lot of great things, mm-hmm. I know that's going to confuse listeners, comes out of disasters. Mm. You know, people see and meet strangers who love on them and serve them and help them along the journey in a lot of different ways, with a meal, Mm -hmm. with their time, with an ear to listen to their pain, maybe with a hammer. Unfortunately, in America, there are those who look at this as an opportunity. And to Ben's point, there are people, as I tell my kids, unfortunately, there are bad people out there. Uh, but today, you know, thankfully, we're going to talk about the goodness of people. But to Ben's point, this is many, many years. We talk about this all the time, Mike. A major disaster is somewhere between five and ten years, depending on the size of the disaster and the type of disaster. And and we'll be talking to Ben more about that here in, in just a moment. I know you've seen that firsthand, Mike. Well, it's, it's just incredible how <clears throat> you initially have the disaster you hear about it and then how quickly it seems to be forgotten and unless you go down and visit the areas again or have strong relationship in the area you don't realize that it's years and years and years isn't that where the ministry really could begin absolutely and that's why i think that local church is so important because organizations like ours you know Gosh, there's pros and cons when you partner with Eight Days of Hope. I mean, really, there are. I mean, the good news is it's like the steroid shot. You're sick and you need a big boost, right? Mm-hmm. But but there is a journey before and after, right. and that's why 4B in the local church is so important. We're one part of it. We're not the all that and then some, mm-hmm. but the church has a great opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus, and, and I know that's what they're doing uh, through 4B uh, down there in southeast Houston. When we come back from break, we're going to talk to Ben about how you— Yes, you can be a part of making a difference in Houston, Texas. I'm Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiello. You listen to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope here on WDCX. Niagara Gutter loves the Western New York community. They've been serving residential and commercial clients here since 1962. Their team of trained professionals is focused on providing customers with the absolute best service and quality possible. Niagara Gutter takes pride in going above and beyond your expectations. That's why they're trusted by the best in the business. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau for 15 consecutive years, an A rating with Angie's List for 12 consecutive years, and were awarded the Angie's List Super Service Award for three years straight. Let Niagara Gutter service your home. Check out their website at niagara-gutter.com to read reviews of their service. Or call them today for an estimate at 695-3500. Mention 8 Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Niagara Gutter. Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Have you ever felt a kindred spirit with another person, church, or ministry? You know when there's that instant connection with their heart and values? Hey friends, this is Pete Jankowski, lead pastor of Life Church Buffalo. Like so many of you, we became super fans of Eight Days of Hope the moment we were introduced to them. I mean, how can you not? They make God's agenda number one which is to bring hope, love, and restoration to others. That totally resonates with the heart of Life Church. 
Maybe some of you have yet to make that kind of connection with a local church family. If so, then I'm here to give you a big invitation to check out Life Church this Sunday. Our desire is to make room for people at every stage of belief, to be a community that experiences God every time we're together, to grow our faith in accessible ways, and, like Eight Days of Hope, to devote ourselves to bring the hope and love of Jesus to our world, so that those far from God may be brought closer to Him. For service times and information, head over to lifechurchbuffalo.com because everyone can get in on this. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country over the past 14 years and have served families whose homes were damaged by hurricanes, flooding, tornadoes, and other disasters. Over 5,500 families have received assistance with the rebuilding of their homes for free on the name of Jesus. Over $50 million of labor has been donated by over 40,000 volunteers. Now God has opened another door for 8 Days of Hope to love and serve those in need. This fall, 8 Days of Hope is launching a new arm of the ministry. We will be helping existing ministries who provide safe homes for sex trafficked victims with an option for us to build or renovate a facility so they can expand their care. Please be in prayer as this new ministry launches. For more information about 8 Days of Hope, our rapid response arm, our rebuilding arm, or now our safe house construction arm, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Again, 8daysofhope.com. This is Hope Reigns. To join the conversation, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiala back on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. For more information about the ministry of 8 Days of Hope, please go to our website, uh, we're about to launch a brand new arm of the ministry, Safe Houses for Sex Trafficked Victims with existing ministries. Go to our website, click What We Do, click on Safe House Construction, and you can learn on how you can volunteer or donate to help make that happen. Today we're with Ben Baldwin. Ben is the executive director of 4B down in Houston, Texas. And Ben has been talking to us a little bit about the journey. So, Ben, let's start here next. Someone today is listening or like, Oh, yeah, Harvey, I remember that. That was crazy. You know what? I've got family in Houston, or I want to go to Houston to help. Can they partner with 4B, and if so, how can they do that? Absolutely. Um, the easiest way is just to go to our website, uh, www.4bresponse.org. It's the number four. The letter B is in Bravo, response.org. And uh, click on volunteer and and uh, select the dates that um, that they like to, to serve. Uh, once they've done that, they'll be contacted via email, and uh, they'll be told uh, where to be and when to be there, and we'll take care of the rest. So what's a typical day for a volunteer that comes to 4B, Ben? What, what does that look like? So that it's uh, that looks like uh, you know showing up at we show up at our warehouse at eight o'clock. We meet to, uh, the staff and the volunteers. Um, <clears throat> we go over what uh, what kind of work we want to try to get done that day, um, and we we discuss who the homeowner is that we're helping, um, and we uh, gather together and pray and uh, go out to to the job sites and start work. So, Ben, I imagine you get skilled laborers and you get unskilled, or not not as skilled. Less skilled, Less Mike. skilled. That, Less, I, come on, I'm Mike. Sorry. Come on I, now. I'm There's sorry. no non-skilled people, Mike. I, my, that was just a slip of my brain. I think right, I was talking right. about myself. So <laughs> so you have a, a, a 
less skilled and skilled. How, how do you put that together and assign them? What's, what's the process when they all show up and they want to serve? Well, it's um, a few factors come into play. Uh, if they if they are volunteering with a group of people or, or or friends, we like to try to keep them together as much as possible. So we try to select jobs that are going to require um, you know a, a larger number of people. Um, but we can also uh, work with people individually, and uh, you know do our best to steer them towards jobs that they're interested in or that, that they want to learn about. And, um, of course, we have skilled leaders at, at every job site uh, to show them exactly what to do. I, I love that word he used, learn. You know, my daughter, yeah. Ben, I know you know Hannah. Um, Hannah um, was just in Buffalo a couple weeks ago leading an effort up there in Buffalo. But I'll never forget, Mike, when someone said, you know, Hannah, what, what kind of work do you do? And, <laughs> and Hannah, all of 22, said, well, I know how to you know, set a toilet and mm-hmm. I get on roofs. That's a lot of fun. And yes. I know how to put in windows. Um, I don't mind hanging drywall, but I don't like to do the mudding. And painting's really cool. And, and the guy interrupted her and said, man, your dad taught you all this? <laughs> and she just laughed so hard. said, my dad didn't teach me anything. Any he he, he doesn't know how to do None that. Yeah. He can talk about it, but he can't do it. So to your point, Ben, a volunteer doesn't have to be a skilled contractor. If they've got a heart and they're willing to serve, you could plug them in. And along the way, they're going to learn some things as well. Absolutely. And, you know, nothing, nothing's too big for God. I mean, if a, a, a re- retired helicopter pilot who knows nothing about home construction can help lead a, a home repair organization, then, uh, yeah, anybody anybody can volunteer and, and uh, be productive. What kind of advice would you give, um, Ben, to a, a church uh, in a community that gets hit by a disaster? What is some of the... The easy, lowest-hanging fruit that very quickly you could share with somebody. So if someone calls you from Tulsa, Oklahoma, said a tornado hit last night, we're at church, we heard about you guys, what should we do? Um, what are the first couple things we should do? What comes to your mind? Um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of things are going to happen automatically. Um, their own you know, congregation members that need help will be contacting them, uh, people near physically near the church that, that need to need help, maybe contacting them. But uh, the uh, I think the most important thing to do quickly is to start communicating with other churches um, nearby and start forming relationships. Um, you know that after Harvey, um, one of the most amazing things that happened was uh, so so many churches, in our area, which is a, we cover a pretty large area, um, but so many churches were willing to join together, um, cooperate, uh, you know, get get the congregation members outside of the building uh, and, and out into the community and 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 just you know work in unity as the church instead of um, you know separate denominations and and things like that and. There were denominational barriers that uh, were eliminated, cultural, racial. Um, I mean, we Christians united after Harvey, and, and, and that was one of the most powerful things that, that happened. And I think that's exactly what God wants us to do all of the time. He wants us to be united, and he wants us to work together to show his love to, to our neighbors. 
and, and, and that's sometimes pride takes over, and, mm. and I speak firsthand. I mean, I, I do. You know, I'll never forget. It was eight days of hope, maybe four or five, where you know, I went to the other leaders, Mike, and I, and I, and I apologized. And I said, mm. you know, we, we, we haven't played well with others. That's right. And it's partly my fault, probably all my fault, because I was the ultimate day-to-day leader, ultimate, mm. not with a capital U, I promise you. Um, and it was just us repenting, because what Ben is modeling and sharing with the listeners, it's about the church being the church. And that's why, you know, Eight Days Hope in Buffalo, it was so important to get 45, 50 churches involved, that's because right. at, the, at the end of the day, in a minute's notice, we could be somewhere else, Ben. And, and as much as we love you, I hope... We never have to serve with you again in Houston. We'll in a heartbeat if we have to. But, but you know, your your church is still there. Clear Creek's still there. Grace Church is still there. Sagemont is still there. Gateway is still there. That's right. The Catholic Church is still there. We are not. They are there. And, mm-hmm. and so we're learning. We're not there yet, Mike. But right. we're learning to try to be the best teammate we can be with other ministries. And, mm-hmm. and Ben, you have modeled that with 4B. Um, Share with the church why that is so important. Um, teach us, teach Mike and I, mm-hmm. um, as right. a, a partner of ours, why that is so important for for the community. Well, I think um, you know God didn't, and I, I think He intends for us to be unified um, all the time. I, I don't think. Mm-hmm it was his intention for us to um, put so much energy into drawing lines and separating ourselves and um, claiming, claiming our own, you know, small kingdoms. Um, I think he, he ideally, I, I think ultimately he wants us united in him with uh, his purpose at the forefront and, and his, his glory. And, um, you know, before we can show love to, to strangers, we ought to, you know, we definitely ought to be able to show love to each other. Sure. And um, and it just becomes so much more powerful when the the, the less important things fall away and, mm-hmm. and the right. focus remains on, on him. Um, I think that impacts the community to a, a much greater degree than you know, any single church, um, you know, kind of a, uh, um, promoting their brand or, or, mm. or what have you, That's it. Uh, try, you know, trying to accomplish work in an area. And being ex-sales and marketing guy in the building material industry, branding is important, right? Because at the end right. of the day, you know, you know, your church, you know, you want people to know where it is and what time it starts. Right. And here's a copy of our message. And you know what I love about during eight days, one of my favorite times, I know Chandler Gurley the other, a couple of weeks ago was sharing her favorite time is the families come back and we and interview them. them. I love yeah. that. That's right. There's another time, it's the first morning when I ask some simple questions. How many of you go to churches that have a choir? How many of your church, you go to churches that have a contemporary band? How many of your churches just sing hymnals? How many of your churches just do mm-hmm. contemporary music? Right. How many of your churches are Baptist? How many of your churches uh, meet once a week? How many of your churches meet seven times a week? You know, and, and, and so I'm trying to walk the, the volunteer down the path of someday, Mike, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If you're a follower of Jesus, we're going to be at That's his it. feet worshiping That's him. It. And and there's not going to be a Samaritan's Purse t-shirt. There's not going to be an Eight Days Hope t-shirt. That's right. There's not going to be a 4B t-shirt. There's not going to be a Catholic, not with a Methodist, not mm-hmm. with... Uh, if you are a follower of Jesus, if you've repented, if you That's said right. yes to, to the Lord, mm-hmm. no to the world, if, you, if you've... If you've turned away from sin and, and are a follower and you invite him to live in your heart, we're going to be together forever. That's what heaven's going to look like. Simple. Simple is better. And we need to start it right here in our churches. Uh, uh, you know, we don't like the idea of a disaster. Who wants, who wants to be uncomfortable? Right. But every time we interview somebody or every time we've gone on one of these trips it's that specific disaster that brings people together but see and that's what 4b and ben have done in south right. I, and i know i know ben well enough say steve i didn't do anything and i get it ben you didn't <laughs> and i didn't either but god used ben right. uses ben is using ben is, is used 4b is using 4b to to bring hope to those who are brokenhearted Ben, man, we love you. You are such a servant. Right. How can we pray for you and 4B moving forward? Um, I think just for, you know, God to keep our eyes open to the opportunities that, that he provides and to to stay on his path and um, follow it as closely as possible. And, and um, you know, for the churches to continue to support, to continue to... to Amen. Um, bring congregation members outside the the church building and into the communities to, you know, to help people. Mike, would you pray for Ben and Forby? Absolutely. Father, we thank you so much for men like Ben that you've just done such a work in their lives and that, Lord, they're just living that out now. The past is forgiven and forgotten and gone, and now the future is all what you're going to direct. Thank you for opening their eyes to their future and how they're supposed to continue to operate Thank you just for bringing the people in, uh, the support from the local churches. And thank you that I can see that Ben's heart is to see others begin to be raised up and serve their communities. Yes, through disasters, but Lord, ultimately being led to you through these moments in time. Bless him physically, financially, in every way, and his family. We thank you for his testimony. Thank you for his servanthood in the body of Christ and at 4B. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, Ben, I love you, brother. Hey, I love you, brother. And I just want to, I know we're not, uh, you know, the, the organizations aren't aren't the focus here, but um, just want to say once again how much I appreciate and love you and your staff and how grateful I am that we, you know, the, that God brought us together with Eight Days of Hope after Harvey because, as you know, there were some amazing things done here last mm-hmm. year. Amen. Um, through you guys and 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 uh, through our our um, our churches here, so very very thankful for you, and I, p- I pray God continues to bless you. Oh, thank you, Ben. God bless you, brother. Love you, man. Love that was you. Ben Baldwin, the executive director of Four B Disaster uh, Response Network in Southeast Houston, and what he's alluding to, Mike, is yes. forty six hundred ninety two oh. people going to Houston in March. Uh, eight days of hope in the local church we fed them lodged them did about 15 million dollars of work it was Mm. the largest outreach of its type ever not in america but in the world and to god be the glory yeah to god be the glory yeah absolutely and do you remember how many how many countries were 11 i knew 11 countries they came from england japan costa rica mexico canada 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I get the Canada part, right? Because you're on the same. But people were flying over yeah. the big ponds yeah, to and, come serve. And uh, <laughs> youth groups from all over the country because it was during the yes, their, spring, their break. spring break. Crew brought 400 college students. Think yeah. about that, Mike. Now, when I was in college, mm-hmm. the last thing I was thinking about is a mission trip. I didn't right. know the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather go to Pottery Island or, <laughs> or, or the beach or, sure. or, you know, Vegas, you know, somewhere, you know, that was focused on Steve, not, not on serving right. the kingdom. Right. But, but, you know, 4B, what an amazing, amazing three eight-day trips we did. There's something that uh, he had said, too, that it's so important for leaders. You know this, Steve. Relationships and communication. Mm. That's going to bring about the unity and the oneness and the, the ability to serve even better. But communication and relationships, ongoing relationships, uh, even after the an initial disaster hit. Well, if you're interested in going down to Houston to help out with the rebuilding effort, it's it's been almost two years. And as, as Ben said, and if I have alluded many times on this, this uh, weekly broadcast called Hope Reigns, is that this is a, a seven to ten year disaster. Right. And this is one of the largest most costly disasters ever. I think it's going to be number two or three before the rankings and before all the rebuilding is done. 53 inches of rain fell in three days. I can't imagine. Mike, 53, not three, not five, Mm -hmm. 53 inches of rain. And that hadn't happened in, what, 15 years there, something like that? or wasn't? This was a thousand-year flood. This had never happened before. It was a thousand-year flood. 300... Thousand families, excuse me, didn't have flood insurance because they didn't live in a flood zone. Oh my! And who wants to like buy insurance for something that happens one thousand years? 1, I'll take 000. that risk, right? Oh, oh, I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> but now, now that I saw that, I don't know. It's 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 wild. Go to four B B as in boy, or as he said, as an ex military guy, Bravo. Did you hear him? Four B <laughs> yeah. Bravo. Four B Response dot org. Four B Response dot org. Thank you, Ben Baldwin. Love you guys. And Matthew Topper, one of our leaders, yes. is down there doing some consulting work with 4B. I know that he was on recently mm-hmm. um, to discuss some of the things that are happening. Uh, love reconnecting with some of these guys. So much has happened, I know. Steve. We could have used another 10 minutes. I wanted to hear about some of those God-defining moments where it looked like all hope was lost and mm-hmm. God showed up. Maybe we'll do that next time. We'll have to. We'll cool. have to. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We want to thank one of our partners, Brad Klein at Niagara Gutter. If you are looking for some gutter work to be done in Western New York, look no further. One of our supporters during Eight Days of Buffalo, give Brad a call. Let him know you heard it on uh, Hope Reigns on WDCX, and you'll get a nice discount as well. We'll be back in just a moment. Kingdom Bound 2019, New York's largest Christian music festival, is coming to Darien Lake Theme Park July 28th through the 31st for four amazing days. Experience the best in Christian music with For King and Country, Crowder, Bethel Music, Danny Gokey, Passion Music, and dozens more artists and speakers this summer at Kingdom Bound. Camp on grounds or commute each day and experience all the festival has to offer for the entire family. Find out more and register today at kingdombound.org. That's kingdombound.org. This crazy 2019 winter has done some serious damage to many roofs and gutters across Western New York. If you're one of the homeowners who have been affected, repair your storm damage and prevent future damage with Niagara Gutter, Western New York's premier gutter experts. 
With almost 60 years of service in the Buffalo community, they provide the absolute best quality gutters and service in the area with incredible prices. Niagara Gutter is dedicated to serving the Western New York community and has excelled not only at serving its customers, but also the community it serves. They work local, help local, and give local. That's why they've partnered with organizations like Eight Days of Hope and the Buffalo City Mission. Call Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Or check out their website at niagara-gutter.com. Niagara Gutter, Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country over the past 14 years and have served families whose homes were damaged by hurricanes, flooding, tornadoes, and other disasters. Over 5,500 families have received assistance with the rebuilding of their homes for free, all in the name of Jesus. Over $50 million of labor has been donated by over 40,000 volunteers. Now God has opened another door for Eight Days of Hope to love and serve those in need. This fall, Eight Days of Hope is launching a new arm of the ministry, we will be helping existing ministries who provide safe homes for sex trafficked victims with an option for us to build or renovate a facility so they can expand their care. Please be in prayer as this new ministry launches. For more information about Eight Days of Hope, our rapid response arm, our rebuilding arm, or now our safe house construction arm, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Again, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Steve Tiber back along with Mike Fiala here on Hope Reigns on our last segment. Today, Ben Baldwin from 4B Response was with us. And if you're interested in going back to Houston, help out. Go to 4bresponse.org, 4bresponse.org. If you're driving and you can't write, you can go back to the archive on our website, or a podcast, or you know what? You can email us. We'll give you that information as well. But uh, what, a, what a good guy. Now, he's a big boy. Mm. In Texas, they all grow big, brother. <laughs> this dude's got some shoulders on him. He's yeah. probably, what, 6'4", six, 6'5"? Six, well, I could tell by his testimony. I, I met him <laughs> once, and I ran the other way because I had to look up. <laughs> he <laughs> no, was like two kidding. of us, Mike. You yeah, know that? awesome he, guy. He, yeah, he is. And um, an interesting past. Served in the military for 22 years. Flying the Apaches and the and what was the other one? The Black Knight or Black Black Hawk? I think Black it was. Hawk. Yeah. And now he's leading a faith-based ministry, helping people rebuild after Harvey. That's why I had to ask him, how does that transition happen? Mm. And you always use this term terminology, but God. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, you know, I led a corporation for you know thirty years in the corporate world and just loved that I climbed the corporate ladder. Yeah. I mean, I was I had worked to get to the point where I was mm -hmm. just to have God show me and my family and others around us that sure. I was to leave that. You know, here's a military guy. You know, he, he told you and I about his abuse of drugs and alcohol. Sure. He was making all the wrong decisions, mm -hmm. going down the wrong path. He met Jesus, and now Jesus has him yeah. on the front lines, yeah. not of a war, a different kind of war. You know, the most successful ministry leaders, like yourself, Steve, and, and others, is I was never imagine myself being in this <laughs> sure. position this wasn't in my plan and god gets a hold of your life did you ever think that you'd be in that position absolutely not you know it's god god uses a person in in such a situation as that and it's exciting because then you know all the success starts with god and finishes with god it's all about god 
In a couple of weeks, you're going to be hearing from Matthew Topper, and um, I misspoke a couple of minutes earlier. Um, Topper is uh, serving with Forby in Houston. So if this intrigued you at all, you want to tune back in on the 24th, two weeks from today, and uh, you'll get a chance to hear uh, what Topper's doing down there. Fun guy as well. Mm, yes. A lot going on, my friend, with Eight Days of Hope, um, you know, traveling around the country. Uh, Mike, I know you're extremely busy as well. Um, School's right around the corner. Do you have mm-hmm. any big last-minute summer pushes? Do you and your wife have any trips coming up or anything unique? We are a fan of the Finger Lakes, and we always oh. like to wrap up our summer. Okay. A couple places that around there we go. We bring our kayaks and get in the lake and just enjoy it. So we're hoping to, to pull one more of those off before the snow flies. I know. I know. Well, that's not coming that way. No, no, no. Well, later today, my family and I are heading out west, Mike. Yes. Yes. We're going to take oh. a little trip, and we're going to take a little time off. Fantastic. And we're going to go to the Grand Canyon in Yellowstone, and um, we're going to end up at the San Diego Zoo. We're going to cover a lot of ground in a short period. But, your your um, family loves the zoo. I, I picked up an essay. My girls ago. love animals. Okay. Uh, our two youngest ones, you know, they've been with us for about four years. They're from... Taiwan originally, and Elise and Emma love animals, mm-hmm. and they love the nature, and so, yeah. not the nature, they love nature, yeah. so we're going to be doing both out west, so uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I've been out west many times in the sure. business world, and, and a couple times in the ministry world, but um, besides skiing in Colorado and Salt Lake City, my wife hasn't really traveled Idaho or the Grand Canyon, okay. so it's going to be a lot of fun. Do we have time? To, we, got, we need to pray for you. Oh, we'll please, man. We'll make We're time. We're always praying for Come everybody on, man. else. Do Let's it. pray for I'll you. I'll take it. Go yeah. ahead. Father, I thank you so much for Steve and Charmaine and the time that they just put into the life that you've given them of Eight Days of Hope, their own family, and, and, the, and the community. Father, for this time, let there be a tremendous, tremendous bonding together, uh, almost just a freeing up of everything they've been doing for this past year, not worried or concerned about it, but give them just just a fresh touch of your love and your and, and just a release from everything and, uh, of course, safety. And just let me have a fun time, things that they'll remember, the, his, his kids will remember for, for the days to come. The dad took us out west and just a, a, just a oneness and a unity in this family. Bless them. Safety and travels in Jesus' name. Amen. You're such a good friend. Uh, well, you uh, are. Can I borrow your cowboy boots? Do you have any? <laughs> now you're going to see what a good friend I am. No. <laughs> no <laughs> you can offer me your Nike sneakers, right? You, can, you can have whatever I've got. Just you don't have any cowboy boots, do you? I don't. My, my, I, when I went to get shoes once, the, the guy looked at me and he said, look, you got short, fat feet, seven triple E's. You wear the boxes. <laughs> you do not. Seven uh, triple E's? Yeah, I'm, uh, my feet are small. Maybe I'm seven and a half now. The older you get, your feet get long. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man, so much fun this week with Ben Baldwin. Next week, we're going to have John Haas on. John okay. is the executive director or co-owner of the Laguna Christian Beach Resort. Mm. They partnered with us after Hurricane Michael. Gorgeous place. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. And wait to hear this story about how God showed him and his brother they were to give back after Katrina. And here they are 14 years later still giving back with one of the most elite Christian yeah. retreats yeah. centers in the, in the, in the, in the world, right. let alone the country, right on the water in Panama City. Uh, so that's that week, next week, and then the week after that, we'll have Matthew Topper as well. Hey, I want to thank uh, Life Church for being a partner, Pastor Pete and the team down there. Uh, go to Life Church, check them out uh, on the website. Uh, Pastor Pete uh, brought God's Word during Eight Days Old Buffalo. Love his heart, love the worship team uh, there in West Seneca. If you're looking for a home church in that area, 
uh, please uh, check out Life Church. But thank you to Pastor Pete and also to Brad Klein at Niagara Gutter for once again coming alongside the ministry, Eight Days of Hope and Hope Reigns. Mike, um, until next week or the yes. week after, yes. um, Lord willing, right? We do this yes. one day at a time, one don't we? One day at a time. But it's whenever you do it, it is a lot of fun. I love it. I love yeah. it. Th- appreciate, you know, WDCX and the, all the help in the studio here to help us do these things. It's yeah, just be, a great time. These guys are awesome. Uh, anyways, you've been listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. For more information about the ministry, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Like us on Facebook. Please join our growing family from around the world following what God is doing through Eight Days of Hope on Facebook. Um, you can also go to Instagram and Snapchat. And uh, love to, uh, excuse me, Instagram and Twitter. We're not on Snapchat. There you go, Instagram and Twitter. It's getting long. Thank you for listening. Steve Diver, Mike Fiel. Until next Sunday, God bless you. We love you. You've been listening to Eight Days of Hope. Hope Reigns on WDCX. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com. The preceding program has been sponsored by 8 Days of Hope.